Welcome to Old School, best part of the week. We hope it is for you guys, it certainly is for us. So I have a great number of topics that you guys are gonna love, and Ben, you in specific are going to love. So we will go back to Oral Roberts and finish this sermon that we started last week. Well, we, I got it, we only had clips last week, right? Yes, and now we have the full speech of the orifices of the body. Okay, including the Ennis. <laughs> so we will go back to that, and you guys will absolutely love it. Uh, we've got uh, f- nonsense food conversations. We've got nonsense weather, temperature weather, weather conversations. conversations. Although I, I, I mean, people make fun of uh, Los Angeles because uh, people talk about the weather all the time. I never don't enjoy a weather conversation ever. I mean, I guess like you know, if it's if it's super awkward, but I don't find them awkward. Yeah, I also don't. I enjoy a conversation about how to get there from where you are. Oh yeah, yeah. In Los Angeles, how do you get there? Yeah, yeah. SNL makes fun of it because it's true. Everybody in LA has that conversation, but because it is a bit of a riddle. It is a bit of a riddle, and sometimes you're like, you're like, oh, so you don't, so what? So, so you take fountain that early? Interesting. You take yeah. Sepulveda instead of 405, but switch to the 405 so wait, later. Wait, wait, so when do you get? But, but, but when do you get on Sepulveda? Oh. And when do you get off? Oh, it's a riddle. Okay. Anyway, so Jesse Smollett, we have a disastrous update for you guys, which I'm probably going to start with because I'm a little bit of a rage over it. And I can't believe I never. It's shocking. Yeah, I know, I know. It's and we don't like to rage on old school, but a little bit of that. We'll get back to him in a sec. Uh, First of all, just hold on. Look at these. Come on. Oh, chicken dumplings. Yeah, but they were like the little wonton. I never heard of this place. I I don't even know what I can't even. I don't know what it is now. Yeah, it's Bim Bim Bop or something, right? It's so we ordered from from Bim Bim Bop, and I saw these things. BB Netanyahu, something like that. We ordered from BB Netanyahu, and I didn't know what to order because I didn't know literally what it was. Uh Like no, and 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 nothing on the menu was recognizable. Chicken hulat kawi, <laughs> you know, you know. I'm like, all right, that well. could be Israeli, sure, yeah, that could be Chinese, but right. I'm not positive. Do you want it regular, hot, or mild? Regular. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then there was like chicken hulat kawi red, <laughs> and you know, only an idiot would have chicken kolawati white. <laughs> it was, uh, but there were only like eight things on there, and I looked at, I could not figure out from what world this was from. It's Korean oh, okay, uh, right. because it has bulgogi. <laughs> okay. That was the dead giveaway. Oh. Um, uh, and galbi. But uh, but I, I, what I liked about the Bibi Netanyahu's menu was the simplicity, like yeah. the overwhelming simplicity. Yeah, totally. There it was like the op- anti cheesecake factory. That's right. It's mm-hmm. exactly right. There there are only eight options, and you'll like it. Right. And you. I, so okay. I got the chicken halakawi, and the and then they had these like fried dump wonton dumplings. Show I mean, look, and then I got these little things here, and there's and some sort of, there's, uh, I got the, no, oh, that's my name. Uh, and I got some sort of sauce. I think I picked the sesame sauce, but there were like three sauces. I didn't yeah. know what to get. You're not going to get a lot of choices at BB Daniels. But, but what, there were like three sauces. One of them was sesame sauce, and one of them was sesame oil. Hmm. All right. <laughs> yeah. Well, it kind of is like Bibi Netanyahu's choices: war or more war. Right, but I open. I don't like to get you know because I'm not paying, so I I never. If you're not paying, you can't get just one thing. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to get two things. Oh, of course, <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. And uh, so I, I ordered the the, the chicken hulat kawi. Mm, I'm gonna eat these. And uh, uh, and uh, and then I was like, oh, great, these. You know, yeah. I'll try these. And now I'm I'm very excited. So, but I just last thing on this, and then I'm gonna, one of the other topics you're gonna love, Ben, is uh, odds makers on the 2020 race. Right, I'm going to give you the odds, and you're going to say, uh, you know, what's good bet and what's not. Okay, Bernie has moved on the board. I'm sure okay, he has. and I'll tell you who the favorite is and stuff. But but let's first agree right away that the size of those dumplings is perfect. Very appealing. They're, they're um, because you can put them all in your mouth at once, but they're not. But you have to chew it for a little bit. Yeah, they're not. They're just the right. They're yeah. not tiny. They're not uh, two bites. They're 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 just right. So we show one more time. Just the, the take one and show them so uh, how the, the good and, and the folks, container is adorable. Yeah, how the um, the Koreans from Tel Aviv, uh, yeah. Tel Aviv. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's just, just right. Yeah, okay. I mean, uh, I mean, you can't get better than this in, on the streets of Haifa. <laughs> no, in no. little uh, in little soul, in, in, in little, little soul in Haifa. It, <laughs> any chance there's a little soul in Haifa? Zero. <laughs> Yeah, Chinatown almost certainly. Sure, right. Chinatown everywhere. Yeah, yeah, but little. I mean, where there's where there are Jews, there's a Chinatown. 
Uh, how funny would it be if in Israel there was a city called Chinatown? <laughs> They're like, come on, we're Jews. Yeah, what are, gonna, what are we supposed to do at Christmas? That's right. <laughs> okay, so we'll get into all that. But first, Jurassic Prick uh, on shoptyt.com. Come on, you know you love it. Uh, we're sponsored by shoptyt.com. Uh, you could also get this cool TYT hoodie. Okay. Ah. Here you go. Okay, so uh, let's get uh, into the important topics. No, uh, weather first. <laughs> uh, we were just discussing off air how the paradox of uh, 55 degrees, mm -hmm. um, which led us into an obvious conversation about the word paradigm instead. Because you said para and I panicked because I thought you were gonna say paradigm. And, and it, of course, para, panic is warranted because I've been using the word paradigm too much, uh, which- Paradigm. Paradigm. <laughs> paradigm. <laughs> Stop, paradigm. <laughs> you know what, can't quit. <laughs> it just can't quit. I, now I'm screwing up all the rap. Uh, is that even rap? That's not rap. But um, uh, what did I say about uh, Missy Elliott earlier today? Flip it and reverse it, but that's that's correct. But I think I said it slightly wrong. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, Savage Twenty One. <laughs> I said Savage Twenty One. That's God. I'm awesome. Okay. What is it? What is it supposed to be? Twenty One Savage. Please, Ben. You know oh. that. Okay. Yeah, that's, a, that's a you thing to do. I mean, I would never try the reference. So. Yeah. Uh, well, that's only because he was arrested recently and was in the news. Oh, right. That's right. Because he's uh, he's a spy or something, right? <laughs> <laughs> For the Koreans, obviously. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> He's bringing the holiday cowie recipe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he overstayed his visa, exactly like the first lady. But anyway, so uh, so paradigm. Uh, I, I'm bordering on douchey by using the word paradigm too much, and it's another one of those things. I've got a lot of friends. They had this discussion last week about business terms. Uh, I got a lot of friends who use the word paradigm. I love them. They're wonderful people, and and I'm now using it a lot. But I put the over under on number of now not people, no amount of sentences uh, that use the word paradigm that are douchey. And I said sixty eight percent, and Ben said over. Yeah, seventy seven percent. He's like, you're not going to tell me that at least a quarter of people who use the word paradigm in a sentence. It's a douchey sentence. I'm not calling the people necessarily douchey, but they probably are. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, well, there we have it. There we have it. Uh, that's uh, our conclusion on the word paradigm. And again, I am guilty. Okay. So, I also I want you to use the. Uh, I'm. Rem uh, I want you to use the word paradigm in a sentence. I'm making a bet with myself. You want to just bet? This bet will be for a dollar. Sure. And I'll just be honest with you afterwards. Of I, course. I have the. I have yes. You have no. Okay, great. Right, just uh, so uh, I, I take it sight on scene. Okay, okay, right, because yeah. that's what gentlemen do. That's right. Okay, um, so uh, I'm going to use paradigm in a sentence. Okay, uh, I'm going to challenge the paradigm that um, politics, are, uh, all politics, are local, uh, because I believe that uh, there's a, a new way of looking at politics. Are you a dollar? Oh, okay. Was the bet that I would use it wrong? No, that was that you would use the word shift. In a sense. Oh, that's a good one. But you yeah. should have gotten odds. Yeah. To be fair to you, but it turns out you would have lost a dollar either way. That's right. It doesn't make any difference. <laughs> also, I don't have a dollar. <laughs> okay. You will owe me a dollar. We will forget, yeah. and everything will be fine. Everything will be fine. <laughs> okay. We move forward. Uh, so, 55 degrees. Why is it that when uh, San Francisco is 55 degrees all the time, it's unacceptable? But if it's 55 degrees in LA, it's awesome. Well, go. Because first of all, solve the paradox. Yeah, because first of all, you said always in San Francisco. The problem is the always. Mm. You know, if it were when it's 55 degrees in Marin County, that's okay because then it might be 77 degrees an hour earlier. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, so San Francisco is too often 55 degrees. And there's a thing that people on the East Coast don't get. And we're, I'm not making it up. And it's not that we're all weak out here, although we are. Right, and we mm -hmm. certainly have become weak. Like I can't handle the cold anymore back east. Can you? I know I'm totally fine. Actually, my skin is questionable. <laughs> um, ironically, even though you know, proverbially, I have incredibly thick skin, uh, but uh, it, literally, I have thin skin. And so, if I'm exposed to the cold for a day and a half. Mm -hmm. It all it cracks like crazy, and then it starts to bleed. My hands will bleed. So you so you can't handle it. 
So literally, I can't handle it, but psychologically, I don't care at all. Right. Uh, even my hands will be bleeding, I won't even notice. No, that's Because okay. I ain't got time to bleed, okay? <laughs> and so when I went back to New York and it was cold, loved it. But mm. went to Colorado, it was cold, loved it. Different cold. Yeah, it's a different cold, I get you. And I don't want it to last, I, like, I'm, I would rather not. Right. Right, but, uh, but for, in short bursts, no, oh, no problem no, at look, all. Look, short bursts, I, I can't wait to over the sometime before it gets, I, I wanna go with my family to where it's snowing, I wanna go to Colorado in the cold, I wanna go to Montana in the cold, I wanna, I don't mind being in the cold. I mean, like, you go back in the dead of winter to, well, Chicago, obviously, but uh, but New York, Philly, D.C., and, mm -hmm. and I just, I'm, I can't, I say this all the time, I can't, I don't know how people go out, park their cars, walk to the restaurant. Like, like I'm like, Jesus, this is awful. This is just <laughs> awful, right? Yeah. But, so I got it, we're weak. Um, no, but I gotta tell you the, the, the best cold story and how you get too soft. So Steve-O and I grew up together in New Jersey. Uh, he is the chief business officer here, but he also hosts Aggressive Progressive. Uh, TYT.com slash join, become a member, check out Aggressive Progressive. Anyways, so uh, we grew up in New Jersey, we're fine with it, no problem at all. He comes out here to LA way before me, went to law school here, got soft. Uh, a, couple, a bunch of years back, he's back in New York to, because to, we were thinking of actually building out a, a big studio in New York. Turns out we didn't have the money for that. Uh, and so uh, he said he got out of Port Authority and got himself an orange juice and carried it for, I don't know if it was half a block or one block. And he's like, this is crazy talk. And he threw away the orange juice because he needed to put his hand back in his pocket. Sure, I understand. All right, yeah. <laughs> just threw away the whole orange juice. That's he's like, so, no, it was just the wrong calculation. We ordered a. We ordered. <laughs> Turns out there's a paradigm shift where I have to put my hand back in is, my there's the shift. pocket. Um, the uh, um, I uh, I ordered on Amazon a bike pump because our daughter's riding a little bike and, and we have bikes and I, I like riding a bike. I obviously don't do it. But I like it. Yeah, don't be ridiculous. Yeah. Um, <laughs> bought a bike and it just said. But there, there will come a time. We live kind of near the ocean, and 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 it's, it's very satisfying to ride a bike. Mm -hmm. um, uh, but and so I'm thinking, well, these days are beautiful. Again, a favorite weather, and I want to ride the bike. And I was like, I gotta get gloves. <laughs> like the notion oh, that I could on. be. No, I can't. The thought that my hands would be out in this. Bitter 55 degree weather. <laughs> well, well, I might. I mean, they would. They'd go numb. My hands get cold. My extremities get cold. So, so, so I'm weak. I got it. I'm weak. But, but there is a thing that is called Calif that I've called it. I don't know whether other, I'm, I'm sure I'm not the first. California cold, mm -hmm. and it doesn't mean we're so weak. What we think is cold isn't. I don't know. It's because we're by the ocean. Like. And certainly it's true of San Francisco. Sometimes when it's 55 degrees in San Francisco, you'd be like, ah, you can tell me it's 55 degrees. It's 30, yeah. right? It's yeah, just 30. And sometimes when I, I walk the dogs in the morning, why. and it's and I'll look and I'll be like, it's 49, it's 51 degrees. And I'm like, God damn it, I've never been this cold. Like, I'm freezing. <laughs> like, and, I, and, and I know full well when I went to college in Boston, and when there'd be a March day where it was 49 degrees, you don't even wear a jacket. Yeah. Right? And it's glorious, and the sun warms you, and it feels fantastic. But 49 in California somehow feels different, and the, the, the quality of the cold is different, and it's not just the temperature, and it is exacerbated, and nowhere does the quality of the cold feel, in California, feel stronger than the quality of the cold in San Francisco. Okay, uh, Alex, I'd like to solve the paradox. Okay, all right. Okay. So we've, of course, obviously stumbled on a new game here at TYT, which is going to be <laughs> awesome. Solve the paradox! <laughs> okay, so Alex, I'm gonna solve it, and um, it's, all based on expectations. Mm. So mm. Uh, in, in LA, okay, so in LA, we we have seasons. They're hilariously mild seasons and they don't vary by much. But actually in this last month or so, we've had a cold spell. And so you're thinking, ha ha, you guys said 55, that's a cold spell. Well, kind of in LA kind of is, but in the mornings it's 41. So 41 is the real cold. It was in Santa Monica, yeah. it was 39 a couple yeah. more. Yeah, yeah no. Uh, Last two weeks, it's been 41, 43, yeah. 41, uh, et cetera. So that's real, right? Um, but but you know it's coming, and you and I look forward to it because so, as do I. Here's another I just rule: need gloves. Yeah, um, mittens. Comforters are best. I mean, this is so obvious that it's, that it's not even a rule, but I, there's a rule in there somewhere. Solve the rule. Find the rule. Okay, so comforters are best, obviously, when it's cold outside and you get to snuggle underneath. I mean. And that's one of the most American things you could do. Uh, huge America points for that. You don't and think you think that's American? 
Obviously. What, what are they going to do that in a yurt? <laughs> okay. So um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure they do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Pretty overwhelmingly in a yurt. <laughs> yeah. You think it's like 17 degrees in a cold winter in Afghanistan, and there, and some wife says to her, "Come on, get under the." Comforter, whatever the equivalent yeah, yeah. is there, and, and snuggle. And he's like, what are you, insane? No, that sounds awful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, this, this, so that's obvious, so hence no. not a rule. But, uh, but the problem is that in LA, people still have comforters year round, and you don't need them for 10 months out of the year. So when the two months where you need them come in, I am looking forward to those two months. And when it comes, I'm like, yes. And if it gets cold enough that my wife wants to turn on the heat, I'm like, oh no. Yeah, I know, the heat, the heat kind of ruins things. Although, because the houses aren't prepared for this, when it's been 40 degrees, like you come downstairs in the morning and if you don't have the heat on, it's 60 degrees in the house and everybody's cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, okay, but in San Francisco, it's sunny outside and it looks 70. It just, it looks 70 to 75. You're positive it's 73 degrees outside. And you step outside and it's 54. And you're like, what happened? where did the blizzard come from? And it's every time, every time you go there, like, no, 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 this time. Like you see it on the plane, you're like, this time 75. Yeah, but right? I, 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 you know, there's a lot of logic to what you say. I don't think, I think there is something to what I'm saying, something meteorological, meteorological. Meteorologic. No, no, I, think, I, think I, think I think I threw an extra syllable. Meteorological. I think I threw an uh. Anyway, did I throw an extra uh, Craig? Pronounce the word <laughs> on the Young Turks. Okay, go um, ahead. So if only we had an occasional host of old school who was a meteorologist. Oh my God. Right. So we're we gonna bring well, next time Mark Thompson is here, we'll have Mark Thompson here and he'll he'll straighten out what happens with the mm -hmm. California. Well, that said, we're both about to say that this weather we've been complaining about is our favorite weather that there is. Yes. Right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Love it. Love it. I love it when it's fifty-five in LA. Yeah, it's just it's in, it's invigorating. It's fantastic. Yeah. Yes. Um, so we solved the paradox. We're moving forward. Um, I am very cold in the mornings, which uh -huh. I, I don't think is an age thing. I think it's been true. For, well, I know it's been true for some time. Like I, I don't want the heat on at night. I can't sleep. You know. Let's no. It's cold. Cuddle. Oh, right? yeah. Comforter, cuddle, get another blanket. Cuddle with two things. Have at it, whatever you like. Ooh, two blankets, um, pretty controversial, but okay. But in the mornings, I, I'm cold. I'm very cold. I don't care to be cold in the morning. No, yes and no. So I'll tell you my favorite memory of being, when I was a kid growing up in New Jersey was, so my parents are immigrants, so they didn't turn on the heat. Right. And it doesn't matter. Like, if they turned it on, and I guess they turned it on because in Jersey it gets into the 20s, 30s, whatever, right? Yeah, of course. And Lower. so, but my dad turned the heat on to like 50. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, we are at 50. It is okay. We survive. <laughs> we survived the night, okay? And so I told him that the other day. He's like, no, we would turn on heat. I'm like, no, we didn't. I remember crystal clear, okay? Because I'd wake up in the morning and I'd be under, uh, originally I had a Superman comforter. Uh, America, okay, and then later though they brought in like this heavy Turkish, like when we decided no, we really gotta save money. This heavy Turkish yurt blanket, right. okay, and like this, like I don't know, it was made of some animal thing, but it was- Heavy. It was a heavy animal. That's a thing now, by the way, heavy blankets. We have one, my wife bought uh -huh. one, because they're supposed to help you sleep. Uh -huh. Like the weight, the pressure pushes down on you. Uh, I don't know. but. But it helped me sleep because I didn't freeze to death. Right. Because <laughs> you didn't turn on the heat. Yeah, that's right. right. So in the morning, when I felt the cold outside, but I'm warm underneath my blankets. Yeah, but you're oh. well, you're not arguing with me. You're warm. No, no. <laughs> I like the parts when I'm warm. <laughs> I don't like the parts when I'm cold. But then when you get out, it's freezing, and you've got to run to the shower. And the sh that moment when the shower finally turns hot. You yeah, know, I, once again. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. no, I'm agreeing with you. Yeah. I, mean, I confess, I'm agreeing with you. It's but the, yeah, it's very but, satisfying. But, the, but be... the contrast is what's needed. Yeah, like I, I if it was like, uh, hey, it's 68 degrees. You don't have to run to the shower in that no, moment. No, nothing, when it begins. nothing is more miserable also than being too warm in bed, waking up, anything. Being hot, sweating is the worst. No, I, we're in agreement. I, I don't. And also, you can rectify. It. I was, I have sweatshirts. You know, uh -huh. you put yeah. it on. Yeah. You know, and it feels. And there's something sort of. <laughs> Okay. Yes, God, I love this weather. Right. And I remember when the shower turned hot, 
And, and, and then I'd switch shoulders back and forth because it's so cold in the house, mm-hmm. okay? And But when you get just warm enough and you do this. By the way, in case you were uh, listening, Cenk was rotating his shoulders to sort of show you how that would work. That's right, in case which later turned into my swagger move. Yeah. <laughs> okay, anyways, like, but when you get that just the right warmth, it's like, mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Okay. Well, everyone agrees we're moving forward. Uh, I had a grilled cheese, gy- not a grilled cheese, gyro grilled cheese for lunch. Okay. Hmm. And now, this is not an epipa food because people are onto it. Not the gyro part, but putting other things in grilled cheese. But I, but so you I, had gyro meat in a grilled cheese? Gyro meat in a grilled cheese. And then the grilled cheese had like cheddar, jack, whatever, and feta. Mm. And tzatziki sauce on the side. Mm-hmm. Now, if you don't want the feta, you can take the feta out. I hear you, brother. Okay, but I'm Mediterranean. I like the feta. I don't, I, like- ha- I don't hate feta. Feta, too strong sometimes. Mm, but you know me. I love too strong. <laughs> right. Right, fe- but sometimes when you're feta, you're like, what's the point of having the jack and the tavardi and the cheddar? Like, you know, uh-huh. like feta. Yeah, I, but I like gratuitous cheese. I'm a fan <laughs> of gratuitous cheese. And so, but people have figured well, that's out. That's a name for a band. Yeah, gratuitous cheese. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Gratuitous cheese. <laughs> uh, so they're obviously alternative punk. Uh, I don't know if that's a thing. Alternative punk, I made that up. Is that a thing? I think no punk is alternative by its very nature. Okay, yes. Yep, you see. Uh, fake or real on the Young Turks? Well, we kind of have that in the Friday post game. Okay, so, um, but I'm going to go back to our, the original Pippa food. Mm hmm. You can't go wrong with pastrami, put the pastrami in the grilled cheese. Yeah, yeah that's and, been done. I, and, and it has been done. That's why it's not quite an epiphany food. I don't love pastrami. I want to like pastrami more. Oh, I, t- uh, uh, I got you beat on that one. Yeah, no, I know you love pastrami. Pastrami, sometimes, the problem is some, sometimes it's too fatty. It is fatty. There's no getting around that. I hear you, but it's not as fatty as corned beef. I don't, I, I like corned beef. More than pastrami. I think pastrami That's is fattier weird. than corned beef. That's one of the weirdest things you've ever said. I think pastrami is fattier than corned beef, no? I don't think so. I think so. Okay, well, <laughs> I guess we're never going to be able to solve it. <laughs> if all, can, does Google know? Let's is see. that a thing that can be known? Um, do you go to Langer's? Have you been to Langer's? No. Langer's is a, like apparently the best pastrami. In, uh, yeah, I think you told me. Oh, and I might have I've, I've never, I've never been. I just, that's what I hear. Yeah. No, it, it, pastrami is thinner. Corned beef's a little too fat. And I know you can cut it different right. ways, I, I know. I think that's, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of optional. <laughs> yeah. But the way that it is most often prepared, corned beef is usually fatter than pastrami. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. What's fattier? It doesn't come up right away. Beef or pork, rump or sirloin, tuna or salmon. But as soon as I type in the P for pastrami, it'll come up. Okay. P. No. Nope. No, no, we're just going to have to do this. This is, we're, we're breaking this, I'm telling you, because I'm not even sure Google has the answer to this. So this is, people are pins and needles, okay? So, What's fattier, pastrami or corned beef? Corned beef is commonly made from the uh, from brisket. This was not written, this was written by a foreigner. <laughs> uh-huh. But I think it sounds like you, uh, corned beef is commonly made from brisket, the fattier part's more expensive in price. Okay, all right, <laughs> yeah. it's gobbledygook, but I'm right. Yeah, that's right. Okay, yes, score one for me, okay. So, so last no, thing. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, here's I bo- knew he was going to do this. Both are made with beef. Well, here's a sentence at least with commas. Um, <laughs> okay. Both are. This is from my recipe. My recipes. Uh, both are made with beef brisket, but corned beef is from the back end of the brisket. Who cares? And pastrami is from the end, closer to the navel, comma, which is a bit fattier. Oh, now it's a split decision. Think, We're gonna have to break a tie there. Right, I think we can rule out the first one. Um, <laughs> like I, I, but I mean, like Ben in an. This alternate- is a, by the way. This is the thing I just found. The thing that I read that came up first. It's, I mean, corned beef is commonly made from brisket. The fattier parts more expensive in price. <laughs> Pastrami, on the other hand, uses a lot more pepper and more spices. Only if you put them in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not what we're looking for. Yeah, that's, those aren't sentences. <laughs> you know, so Ben and I are actually slightly jingoistic. That's a, uh, our patriotism borders on it a little bit. But Ben in an alternate universe is slightly xenophobic. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. 
No, I just mean like that's not a reliable answer. Just putting a lot of. I mean, it could be. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's Trump. You know, uh -huh. <laughs> it doesn't have to be a foreigner. It could be Trump. I hear. Okay, so the, the great corned beef pastrami uh, fatty uh, debate continues. It roils the country, uh, but I, I believe in unity. So let me try, get back to grilled cheese, which we can all agree on. I think that people discovered and, and now are putting different things in the grilled cheese because they're like, wait a minute, it's cheese and it's grilled. You can't really go wrong, just put other stuff in there, right? But but mainly meats. I think that you can go wrong if you put too much vegetables. Here's what you can't put in a grilled cheese. I think we'll all agree with this, even though I lost the overall discussion on lettuce earlier with Mark Thompson. You cannot put lettuce in a grilled cheese. No, no, I don't, I don't think anybody does. Let me read this pastrami sentence. It has nothing to do with the bet, but you'll like it, and I like it. It uses, it talks about what we were talking about, and he uses one of my favorite words. Uh, both meats, uh, whatever. He talks about uh, corned beef, and then he says, pastrami, on the other hand, is more soul food to me. I want it in cold weather, hand sliced on the thicker side, piled less high. It's unctuousness cut by the spice and smoke, still on a good rye bread. That's a sentence. That guy loves food. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and America. <laughs> and, and America. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, my chance of being friends with that guy is 88. Right. It is a Saturday or Sunday sandwich, rich and luxurious, and the perfect thing to eat before a lazy afternoon of reading or television or napping. Mm. Okay, mm. no, no, we're friends with that guy. We watch football with that guy. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Okay. Except uh, for the reading part. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Is okay now. Here's a controversial question. Okay, mm -hmm. is pastrami or corned beef? Which one of them is more Jewish? Do, do, do. Pastrami. Pastrami, right? Pastrami, okay, yeah. so it turns out it's not even that controversial. No. Okay, but but we claim them both. Yeah, yeah you yeah. do, right? Yeah. Uh, but but other people can lay claim to corned beef. Like I feel like maybe the Irish can sneak in there and be mm. like. No, top of the morning to you. We also eat the corned beef. <laughs> sure, yeah. right? But I don't think you can say that sentence and use pastrami. No, I don't think so. Try it. Okay, top of the morning to you. We also eat pastrami. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, no way. Yeah. <laughs> okay, this guy's not even Irish. What the <laughs> f with that accent? <laughs> okay. <laughs> we solve things on this show. We solve things, and you know it. Okay. Yeah. So. Uh, Put more meats into grilled cheese. Solved it. We're moving forward. So I like I like that. So it's really a, it's really a hero with with a bunch of cheese in it. Not only the cheese, but it's so crispy because mm -hmm. it's grilled cheese. Crispy cheese. Gyro. It's hard to get the grilled cheese crispy at home. I made my daughter cry this week because I made good her grilled you. cheese and I thought it was so good. And I snuck in cream cheese, which she loves. Uh huh. But I, don't know, I didn't use the right bread, or I didn't cut the freaking you know corn or the whatever they call it the crust off. Yeah. And she was like, oh, it's good. I'm like, there's grilled cream cheese in it. And then I went upstairs to do some work, and I heard, you know, I was like, you know, can I get something else? You know? Uh -huh. and, uh, and I called down playfully upstairs. I'm like, does she not like the sandwich? Is that what I'm hearing? Uh. And she just burst into tears. Okay, yeah. God, we're, yeah. we're the yeah. same guy. It's so yeah. weird, okay? I made my daughter cry. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Last night, okay? And uh, you know what it was? I was, she was reading with her mom, and, and I was reading with Pro, my son. And and uh, but we had put the book down for a second. And Joy ran into the room because I tell story time right before they go to bed, and 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 they rather enjoy that. And and I was like, Joy, you just missed story time. Oh right, and you're screwing around, and she yeah, she's, and she's like, ah! <laughs> I'm like, Joy, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. We didn't say it. We were just reading. No, 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 no. I had to say, I'm kidding. Yeah, you can't get about twenty-eight times. You can't. Until she stopped crying. You can't get him out of it. Like, <laughs> yeah. your dumb joke, yeah. you can't get him out of yeah. it. I've done, I'm that, like, I've done that dozens of times. Yeah. I'm like, Squirrel, you're, you know how Bob and kids all the time, right? She's like, <laughs> you see how this would be one of those jokes? <laughs> <laughs> I, just turn her, I just turn her upside down. <laughs> oh, she loves that. Yeah, uh, usually because, it usually works. Because her hair falls down and she looks like a troll. Yeah. So she'd be like, Baba troll me, Baba troll me. Oh, I, I, and I was like, well, <laughs> a little she, do you know. <laughs> uh, uh, it's funny, Josie doesn't troll. That's interesting. I'll, I'll try troll because her hair would look like a troll too, but we sweep the floor with her hair. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, we, clean, okay, we do fine. some cleaning. Okay, I'll tell you a fun You're story. Not with my mother. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you a fun story of my daughter crying. Uh, so. <laughs> My uh, younger nephew, 
uh, comes over every once in a while. And he's a rambunctious dude. Uh, he's a big presence, right? And so he'll he walks loud. He closes doors loud. He opens doors loud, right? Mm -hmm. And so he comes in, and he uh, and uh, he's a little like Phil Davison. <laughs> comes in, guns blazing. What was it? The 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 something of Minerva. The uh, well, the, first of all, he's from the village of Minerva. Village, right? <laughs> right, but uh, something about barrels and stocks, etc. Right. Anyway. So he comes in and he's like, "Oh, this is good cheese pizza. I like it." And eats it one day. Right, right? he can't just he can't just eat it. Yeah, got to talk about. Yeah, and he's eating it and he's eating it loud. And Joy walks around the corner and goes, "That was my pizza." <laughs> okay, and he's like, "Oh, sorry, sorry. Well, huh, nobody could have known, right?" The next day he comes in, mac and cheese. He eats the mac and cheese. Mm -hmm. Same exact thing. I'm like, "But Morat, it's mac and cheese." Right. Who do you think right. would eat the mac and cheese in this house? Right. And you, she just burst well, by out the way, crying my, my, last week. My answer to that would be you. Yeah, no, it's possible. <laughs> right, right. No, certainly possible. possible. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I've spent, I spent years as eating mac and cheese as a staple of my diet. Right, but, yeah. uh, but I'm like, you know, remember the crying yesterday? You, you remember? So he came by twice just to eat, did he come to eat, he came to eat dinner? No, no, he just eats whatever's in our fridge. But why He's not even eating dinner. Oh, okay. He's just stopping by. Right. The great thing about Murad is that he loves family. Yeah, that's right. Right, yeah. and so he stops by, makes my daughter cry. <laughs> <laughs> He's a like, next time, ask who's mac and cheese. A good cousin. <laughs> okay, so we still haven't gotten to Smollett. I, I want to talk about him because he's such an idiot, okay? Uh, the news came out today, it was him, okay? Well, we think, maybe. Uh, yes, but we think a lot now, okay? Right. The cops have charged him. Yes, he's been charged. So we're gonna talk about that. We got the great Oral Roberts uh, stuff. Uh, so, and we got the bets, oh my God, the the odds on the presidential candidates. Uh, it's Ben Mankiewicz 101, okay? I'm gonna tell you the right bets, the wrong bets, etc. So uh, YouTube, we gotta let you go, tyt.com slash join to get the whole show podcast, stay right here. Okay, so um, uh, the bets are too much fun, let's do bets, okay? Right. Okay, odds. So first of all- uh, Yeah, I haven't seen this. I'm sure Bernie moved after announcing, you know, as everybody does. Uh, yes, um, so let's do, okay, let's start on Bernie, sure. But not now. Let's uh, April twenty seventeen. What was he at? Give me the what format is this? Like percent? How? What is he at? Thirteen percent? Oh, or? like two to one, I eight guess. to one. To what? Win the presidency or to win, win the presidency? Uh, in two thousand seventeen, in April two thousand seventeen, uh, nine to one. Okay, and what do you think he is today? Five to one. Okay, those are the correct odds. <laughs> Okay. How can how can I be so bad at this? Okay, yeah. hold on. No, 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 no. Those are the no, no. I mean, oh, those, okay, all right. Those good. are the correct odds. That's what they should have been. They should have been. I got you. Right. You prove of my answers. Yes. Yeah. Um, in April 2017, the odds makers had him at 28 to one. That's silly. So now I'm not making the bet because uh, I I don't want that to influence what I say on air. It's a rare ethical thing I'm doing. Uh, when it comes to gambling, well, you can't I get do him at ethical to things otherwise, but huh? Right, you can't get him at twenty-eight to one in April of two thousand seventeen. Now, yeah, I mean, I I knew that he was at those rates back then. Ah, okay. I had read it, and I was like, I can't, I can't, I can't, but I want to really badly. Okay, so and now he's not at five to one; he's at fourteen to one. Well, I mean, I got you in general. I mean, if you imagine that there are six or seven people who could reasonably win the Democratic nomination, and then you got to win. Yep. You know, I got you. So, but but I, I but obviously, as evidenced by my five to one, that I, I think that fourteen to one, are, those are attractive odds. Five to one is correct. Right. Okay. I, I and I would take I would take it, mm -hmm. but I'd be like, oh, God, I wish I had better odds. Right. Right. Uh, so fourteen to one. Okay, it doesn't mean you're going to win, guys. It's still fourteen to one. Right. right. Where where are these offered? Uh, good betonline.ag. Okay. Mm -hmm. Ben is writing it down. Right. He's <laughs> trying hard not to write it down. Seventeen days. I haven't made a bet in seventeen days. Oh, good for you. Yeah. Okay. Sorry that I'm doing this, but um, okay. 
The good thing about this is... By the way, I've been in a terrible mood. (laughs) Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ah, Interesting. Uh, Okay, so, you know, all that bullshit about like, oh, when you kick it, you feel so much better. No, you you feel bad if you're addicted to something, but you don't feel better when you kick it. No, you feel miserable. You miss it. You know what I do? I I miss it. I want to gamble. <laughs> anyway, but I am proud of you. Today I was like, to, uh, because North Carolina is playing Duke, I got to set up. I got to record the last, probably second part of the second half now, because uh, uh, I want to watch it. And I said to my wife, I want to when I get home, then I want to watch this game. You t- uh, uh, scalp tickets more for this game now than the Super Bowl. What? Yeah, because this kid Zion Williamson for Duke is so good. He's so on. He's like LeBron. He's. I mean, I don't mean he plays like LeBron. I just mean it's the first player since LeBron that has generated this sort of. Oh, this guy's gonna be a change NBA teams. I saw out of the corner of my eye in a TV that was muted. It appeared that he scored 24 points. While the other team, I think North Carolina State had 23 points. That's entirely possible. He blocked a shot that he basically, some guy got it open corner, look three, and he was on the, he was in the lane, right, when the pass uh-huh. came to him. And the guy took his time. The guy did take some time to line it up, but he blocked it. He just wow. like took one step, leapt, and blocked it. I mean, he's just an electric player. Yeah. But anyway, so the tickets, so people want to, I mean, obviously there are fewer seats, uh-huh. you know, so, but still, it's not, I think the former President Obama is going to this game. Mm hmm. For a second, I don't know why, but it popped into my, I thought you were gonna say the former president, Trump. Mm. Mm. How good does that sound? Oh, be great. Yeah, okay, so let us whisper every dream. Okay, uh, back to this, uh, Klobuchar, what do you think she's at right now? Oh, now if Bernie is, uh, I mean, if, if Bernie's, if Klobuchar's odds are narrower than Bernie's, that's insane. These uh, are odds makers, they, I, the money's on the line. I got you, but I mean, as we look, we, we beat this system what in 2010? Uh, 2012, I went 12 and 0. When we made all those bets, was that 2012? Yeah. Me, you, and Michael. We we uh, we made a lot of money. Yeah. Like we combined. I mean, a lot of money combined. We made six or seven thousand dollars. We all. Did. That's a lot of money. Yeah, we all did. We all did well uh, because I, I I my my point of pride on that one was uh, Heidkamp. Yeah. Uh, she she mm. was four to one uh, to win in North Dakota, uh, and I thought she was going to win, and I nailed it. Um. Yeah, there were all kinds of odds like that. I mean, I, I don't know if I had Hyde Camp. If I did, I didn't have her for nearly as much as you. But we had Tester. We had all all these people who were, and we had Obama. And then we could bet by state. Mm-hmm. So we had Obama in Ohio. We had Obama in Florida. And 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 it wasn't like just that we wanted it to happen. We did obviously, but we were like, look at the polls. And we were reading Nate Silver. Also, yeah, they're yeah. not very good at this. Like they were like they were like they're they're wrong. They're not. This yeah, is the crazy. odds makers are not. Like you're telling me know. Obama can't win Ohio, and you're giving me plus one sixty five. I've got news for you, he's ahead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. look, uh, sometimes you do have an advantage. So, so sixty minutes to the story about this guy who wins on, on betting college football because yeah. he studies it mm-hmm. and and uh, he spends an incredible amount of time studying it and has information that other people don't have. And so he beats odds makers. Of course you can. So, but don't try this at home, okay? And you have to be an expert in the field. And and so when we were first playing fantasy football 25 years ago, I would argue that Ben and I were as good as as knowledgeable as anyone in the country on it. Now people do it for a living. Wait, we had an information advantage. We we had an information advantage. We, we, we no we longer do. We no longer do. That's yeah, right. and, and we're pretty and good the, at it. But right, the result for me is that because I don't pay as much attention. I'm sure you don't either. Is that I'm at best. I mean, every every year now I go seven and six. You know, yeah. I'm just right. Whatever. Yeah, everybody's yeah. caught up. Everybody caught up. Right, uh, but in politics, we have a I would argue a massive information advantage. Um, but it, but that said, that's caught up. That's caught up too, but but the point is they got the stuff wrong. Real quick, there's a book called The Odds by Chad Millman, and it's about guys who college football too, but mostly college basketball, uh, and that's their living is they spend the entire off season preparing their own book, analyzing all 353 or whatever it is Division One teams, and then so at the beginning of the season when they see Mount St. Mary's is a three point. Where'd your dad go to school? New Jersey Tech. <laughs> Uh, Stevens Tech. Stevens Tech, right? When he sees Mount St. Mary's is a three and a half point favorite over Stevens Tech, they're like, no, that line should be six. Like, and they oh. know it early in the year. That's where their Jesus. money is made. People don't know, and they, that doesn't sound fun though. That's too much work. It's, it is. It's their job. That's yeah, all they yeah, do. Yeah. But interestingly, on college football, they do the same thing, and they bet some big games, but mostly they bet the less, slightly lesser known games. But after five or six weeks of the season, I think after six weeks, they just stop. 
because the advantage has gone away because then there's been too much play and everybody has caught up. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's really interesting. It seems like a dull life, if you ask me. Yeah, it didn't. It doesn't make it sound great. We work all year around for a five to six week window. Yeah, I mean theoretically, where they get so rich that they can, you know, have oh, that sounds that's, good. That's, that's, yeah. right. They have a great you life. Know, Anna was saying, "What are we going to do when we, you know, if we can't do this anymore, or when we don't do this anymore?" Uh, but I just found it. I'm going to do political betting. If I have right. enough money, I mean, these they're giving me money. So Amy Klobuchar, Bernie is fourteen to one now. Yes. Amy Klobuchar should be what Bernie was then. I mean, she should be 30, 30 to one. 14 to 1. So she, she has as Same much as chance. Bernie Sanders. Okay, and now how do I, the problem with those bets is that you can't take the reverse. Right, you can't you can't short them. Yeah, exactly. Because I don't really know what that means, but I know it was the right thing to say. That's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No paradigm shift required there, you got it right. Mm-hmm. And so um, if I could, and I didn't have the conflict of interest, what ethical issue, whatever, right? And because I'm covering the race. Um, I I would bet every dollar I had that she's going to lose. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I'd be like, oh, okay, one hundred and forty dollars to win what ten? Right, great. Or ten dollars I didn't have. There is a zero percent chance. So somewhere then, if they're both fourteen to one, there should be with someone where you could bet Bernie Sanders versus Amy Klobuchar, and whether the, mm. the whether the result is mm. poll standing. In February of 2020, oh. or is it? Can I retire dele- now? Is and it make states one? Is it delegates one? Is it who stays in the race longer? Whatever the the whatever the measure, whatever the measuring stick, you would be like, I'm in. I'm in. You're giving me even money. I, no, I give no, me all. Man. Give me all the bets. Stop yeah. talking. <laughs> you're you're gonna make me go to this site. I can't go to this site. Okay. Oh my God, Klobuchar versus Sanders. Delegates, <laughs> delegates. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so uh, okay, it, 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 two more, two more, at least. Oh, look at this name. Okay, all right. Uh, Elizabeth Warren. So Bernie's fourteen to one. Klobuchar's fourteen to one. Based on how this is going, they're going to put Elizabeth Warren far lower than than Amy Klobuchar. So she's thirty-five to one. Yeah, I mean, you're getting it. It's 25 to 1. Right. But preposterous. She should be. Look, I mean, there was a time when a candidate, no, I got news for you. There was never a time when a candidate like Amy Klobuchar was going to win. Because, first of all, at that time, the Democrats wouldn't have nominated a woman, right? Yeah. But now we're in a time, obviously, where where the Democrats can and have nominated a woman. But the era is just wrong for Amy Klobuchar. The idea that that's remotely, not remotely possible. And so these odds are so insane. Uh, Cory Booker. Cory Booker, so we had Warren at 25 to 1, Bernie at 14 to 1. Cory Booker is 8 to 1. No, 25 to 1. No, but they don't even. Yeah. This, is, yeah, this is almost random, right? Why does Amy Klobuchar have a better chance than, than Cory Booker? Booker. He does, she doesn't. So I would, uh, I would not take the reverse of the Cory Booker bet, even though I think he has almost no chance. But 25 to 1. Right, then you're I mean, starting to be like, if you're like, well, I'll. Fifty dollars on Cory Booker for crying out loud! If you're going to pay me that, yeah, right. Like it's almost the odds are all so off, right? That you they almost want to take the other side, that's right, yeah, and bet on Cory Booker. So I wouldn't do that either. But I mean, what about you? You're going to bet a hundred bucks to win four bucks? That's right. not worth risking a hundred bucks. Uh, Klobuchar, you're going to bet a hundred bucks to win what's eight or whatever, right? Seven. What, uh, are, you, what are you talking about? Uh, so because oh, she's fourteen the, to one, reverse, the reverse, the, the reverse right? bet. I see. Yeah. yeah, I'm not betting a hundred bucks to win four bucks on Cory Booker. You could lose that bet. It's mm-hmm. unlikely, but you could lose it, right? Yeah. Uh, Klobuchar, hundred bucks to win seven or eight bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll take it. Sure, right. That's I'm, seven or eight dollars I didn't have. I'll bet a thousand dollars, and I'll just have eighty dollars. Eighty dollars. <laughs> right. Who doesn't want eighty dollars? Yeah, right. You're not going to lose a thousand anyway. Uh, so uh, Sherrod Brown, uh, twenty-five to one. Nicole so twenty five to one is their standard. You don't have it. You're you're a, you're an outsider. You're a long Gillibrand. Shot. Who you know who else is at twenty five to one? Michelle Obama. Okay, but so they uh, have nothing beyond twenty five to one. No, no, they have plenty oh, behind oh. Uh, beyond beyond that. In fact, this is another bet. I would if I was just betting, don't care about anything. I would definitely take this one. Mike Pence at thirty three to one. Mike Pence, I think, stands a pretty good chance of being the nominee. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. And then he's got a, you know, theoretically a forty percent chance of winning, Mm -hmm. right? Thirty-three to one. Right. 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 You take that bet. You take that bet. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And 
on a guys, if you don't do betting on a 33 to 1 bet, you don't take it because you think it's going to win. You just think that the odds are good enough that if you bet it a hundred times, you'd make money. That's right. right. Yeah. And so, um, okay. And I'll just do one last one here. Oh yeah, this is insane, man. Oh, oh, but on the other hand, they have this. Wait a minute. What's Hillary slide. Clinton? Oh, good question. Okay, I had not seen the whole list. This is so much fun. Okay, I still haven't seen Hillary, so she's pretty far down. That's weird. Why don't they have her? Then they have Michelle Obama. That seems wow. There's not there's not a zero percent chance for Hillary Clinton, right? I mean, it's oh no. Okay, I missed her because that was too yeah. weird. Forty to one. All right. Okay, so uh, Marianne Williamson, who I had on the show uh, running, she's actually running. Well, she can't be 25 to 1. No, she's 150 to 1. Uh, you know who else is 150 I'd bet, to 1? I'd, 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 I'd do that. I'd bet I'd bet $300 against Marianne Williamson just on the off chance that I could win $2. <laughs> <laughs> it's, well, it's free. It's free $2. Well, there's a lot of free $2 yeah. here. Um, and I'll tell you the ones you would do. And in fact, I have it in my head, and then let's see if uh, you agree, it, like, if we match up. So Marianne Williamson, I would have said uh, you would take the bet mm -hmm. for the $2. Sure, yeah. Okay. Um, three, I bet 3000 to win 20 Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. It's $20. Okay, yeah. Tim Ryan. Uh, Tim Ryan, um, well, he shouldn't be 150 to 1. Uh, I, I mean, I'm just guessing now. I think he should be uh, 40 to 1. No, no, these are all 150 to 1. Oh, Tim Ryan's 150 to one. Yeah, yeah. that's a, that's a, you should bet on Tim Ryan. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Better on him or against him. So Marianne, you're against Tim yeah, Ryan. Right. You're for. Yeah. Right. I'm two for two. Of right. course. That's, okay. Steve Bannon. So Steve Bannon is like, again. I'll give me give me six thousand dollars and I'll take forty dollars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right, exactly. Right, right, yeah. Yes. You take yeah. the Steve Bannon bet. Yeah, yeah. The reverse of it. You the bet reverse, against yeah, him. Yeah. Bill Gates. No, Bill Gates. You'd bet on. At 150 to one. Nah, I leave it alone. Uh, but yeah, then, I, I thought you're making me make a decision. Yeah, if yeah. I make if I have to make a decision, I go reverse. He's not going to be president. Uh, Stephen Colbert. I mean, no, I I, I guess I am forced to bet one way or the other. I'll take the one that pays off on Stephen Colbert. Yeah, no, I'm going to go the other way. There's no chance. But th those aren't interesting to me. Yeah, I, I, I of course. It. I mean, also, so you can't now, just you can't just dismiss the argument and go. He's not going to be president. None of these people. Are gonna be I president. know. I yeah, hear you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Marco Rubio. Well, Marco Rubio, you'd have to take the bet. Yeah, why is he at 150 to one? That's mental. Yeah, like who knows what's going to happen? I mean, look, you know, I was just talking to because Anna, I guess, made a bet with you about Trump yeah, yeah, finishing yeah. his term. She was talking about that bet, and she thought I would be more on her side than I was. I would rather have her bet than yours, but I gave her a 58 percent chance of winning that bet. Yeah, but so she had to be disappointed. She was disappointed. Was she thought that was too low, and I was like, he could resign tomorrow morning. Like every yeah. day presents an opportunity, you know. Uh, uh, who's the producer? Mark Burnett. I couldn't remember yeah. his name out there. Like the, if those Mark Burnett tapes exist, and I believe they do, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I I barely believe they do, but suppose somebody breaks into his house, steals the tape, and he he used the N word forty times. I don't know that that does. Right. That's what Anna said too. I think it would. It depends on how. I mean, tragically, it depends on how he used it, right? Um. But you know, you'd lose. Here's the thing: is like at some point you'd lose Tim Scott, and then you'd lose supporters of Tim Scott. You, he, it would change the dynamic, right? Um, and uh, but or, or there's something else. Who knows what's on there, right? I mean, and uh, so he maybe he makes fun of the people who would vote for him for president. Maybe he says, "I want mean, for president." There's 60 million idiots out there who vote for me. They're so dumb they believe anything I say. Mm, that right? would be good, right, you know. So I don't know yeah. what he, you know. Okay. Uh, but the legal stuff's going to get him. Anyway, uh, let's wrap right, up. Right, 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 right. I just mean that you, you, every day presents the possibility that he'll declare victory and resign. Yes, right, that's right. right. Well, that, you know, that's what I think. Yeah. So, uh, so just finishing up here, Ted Cruz at 150 to 1. You should definitely take that bet. Ted Cruz also not going to win, but that's a that's a great odds for Ted Cruz. I think it's better for Marco Rubio. See, I, I disagree. I, I, as always, I thought that uh, you know I badly wanted Ted Cruz to to beat Donald Trump because I, I had no no belief. Ted Cruz can't beat a, a living Democrat. <laughs> <laughs> a dead Democrat. Yeah, can't do it. 50-50. Yeah, okay. and I don't mean that that should happen. I just yeah, mean but that. no, but Ted Cruz fakes populism, and I, it seems unbelievable no, but to not, us. But not effectively. He, you know, imagine everything horrible about Donald Trump 
largely Ted Cruz is, except with this phony ring of authenticity. Funny to use phony and authenticity there, but Trump has this effect of seeing, people will say, do say about Trump, well, you know, I get it, not everything he says is politically correct, but he speaks from his heart, you know where he's coming from, you know who he is. No one says that about Ted Cruz. No one. I think some Republican voters are stupid enough to think that. Not enough. Okay. Uh, all right. Some, uh, some evidence of that by how the last primary played out. Yeah. But so, but if Trump is gone, like the need for like a stable person, that's why my that's why Marco Rubio is appealing. Like, oh no, hold on, let's go back. Let's go. There's a concern, you know. Yeah. It's okay. Uh, so look, the the uh, the guys with the best odds are Biden at twelve to one, Beto O'Rourke at ten to one, Kamala Harris at eight to one. And Donald Trump, still the best odds at three to two. Yeah, well, he is the president, so. Yeah, I get and, it. And no one's running against him. Yes, presumably. Uh, so don't take that bet. Uh, but here's the two uh, names that I just saw on here. But by the way, if you could get two to three that Donald Trump will not be reelected president, I would, of course. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, 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 man, mm -hmm. there's no. I mean, Whoa, I, oh. But I mean, really, if that bet were available, were, these, the, these reverse bets aren't. But if you say Donald Trump will not be the president on January I'd 21st, so 2021, right, I'd put, even if I had to bet there at two to three, if it were straight reversed, which it wouldn't be, you'd, uh, you know, I'd bet 6,000 to win 4,000? Of course, of course. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, uh, one name I'm ecstatic to see on the list, and two, one is I'm mildly disappointed, the other one is very disappointed. Uh, uh, the one I'm excited about, Rokana is on the list. Oh, nice, all right, good. And 66 to one, significantly better than Cruz and Rubio, et cetera, <laughs> okay? So that's great news. Uh, Joe Rogan on the list. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and he's at 100 to one. He's beating a bunch of folks. Sure. Okay, he's beating Tim Ryan. Well, I mean, I mean again, he's famous, Tim Ryan isn't famous. That's yeah, it. yeah. Know, that's true. Uh, you brace for impact. Dave ben, Rubin. Close, Ben Shapiro. <laughs> Oh, Jesus, is he old enough? I don't know, I guess. Mm -hmm. Is 13 qualified? <laughs> uh, 66 to one. Mm. Jesus mm. Christ. Wow. Okay, can I do the reverse of that bet? Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. God, I oh, would man, love I like that the bet. idea of that Trump reverse bet. Boy, that's appealing. Yeah, okay, let's go to Oral Roberts. Let's have fun, okay? Um, so we're gonna, I guess we're gonna start back at the beginning. Um, I don't think any of you are gonna mind. Uh, Oral Roberts, uh, at the time, probably the most famous evangelical uh, preacher in the country. Um, and and did we did you ever do we ever find out where where this was? Uh... So the website is Oral Roberts University lawsuit that we're getting this from. So the folks who sued them, presumably, thank you for providing this footage. We do appreciate it. Okay, so uh, let's watch. Her arms and a girl sick, a man in her arms, and pretty soon we want to take him to bed with us. Go on. Okay, we're having slight technical difficulty there. Uh, uh, so, and obviously, for those of you watching, um, that's not real footage of Oral Roberts. Did I have to tell you that? <laughs> <laughs> if I had to tell you that, then no oh boy, you got bigger issues. Uh, so is it, but lawsuit, is this, is this the, well, who knows? Is, but uh, I'm trying to find out when this sermon was. I think it's the 70s from my recollection. Oh, okay, all right, so it's a while ago. Yeah, but I don't really know. Okay, let's watch. And a girl wants to take a man in her arms, and pretty soon we want to take him to bed with us. Go on, go over there and touch it. Which arms, man? Put your hand on her breast. See how far you can take your hand. See how far she'll let you go. Go ahead, girl. Touch him with the most sensitive part of his body. What? There is one place in the woman's body and one place in the man's body that creates multiplication. They're not two, they're not three, they're not four places, they're not ten places, there is one place. In the woman's vagina, <laughs> never gets the man's <laughs> male organ. <laughs> never gets <to him. laughs> I didn't see that coming. There's only one place in the woman's body where the male organ was designed to to penetrate. <laughs> Can I guess? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Can the I guess? vagina. The mm. vagina. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> only one organ made to bring forth life. It's the male organ. 
It's not in lesbianism where the tongue of a female goes into the vagina of another female. (laughs) He's almost there. Finish him all. It's not in the male where the male organ goes into the part of the of the body where the the waste matter comes out of the body that's poison and he penetrates that part of the body in homosexuality. It's not to be put into the mouth of the man or the mouth of the man or the woman on the male organ. It is the male organ penetrating the vagina of the woman, the male and the female. Did this have to be laid out? Look at the orifices of the body. Was this unclear to the audience? Certainly you can't put put the male organ or the woman's tongue in the eye. No, no, you cannot. Maybe touch the ear. Certainly not in the orifices of the nose. Certainly not. Or the navel. Or orifice. But there are a couple of three other places. (laughs) A couple couple of three three other places. There's the mouth. There's the mouth. There's the anus. To be fair, there is the anus. The poisons of the body are excreted. We're back to the poisons. (laughs) You can put it there. They didn't know how to handle it. There was a fire that rose up in them. They didn't know how to contain, and everybody knows when the sexual arousal reaches a certain point, the person goes insane. Were there kids? After a cow in the heat, if he cannot reach the cow, and there's a barbed wire fence between them, will go through the barbed wire and cut himself to pieces in order to impregnate that cow. I, I, I was raised on a farm. <laughs> I saw it. Are there, Men I mean, and women go wild. Are there children at this sermon, theoretically? And then when it's perverted and it becomes homosexuality, it's not only wild, it is insane. <laughs> and the heat becomes so intense, the sexual heat becomes so intense, the male organ doesn't want the vagina of the woman, but to turn that person over and to enter into the rear where the poison comes out. <laughs> and it keeps coming out until they develop AIDS with no immunity against disease, and they D-I-E, they die. D-I-E, die. <laughs> Must be the 80s. God made the female breast, young man. What's wrong with you handling it, fondling it? Oh, wait. Oh, wait. sure, you're married to this girl. You're married to this man. But uh, come on, uh, let's have a good time. Uh, <laughs> That's a go good time. Let's go get a six-pack. Bring in some bourbon. Uh, pick up the phone and send a, in a couple of call girls. Yeah, I've got to church too. Let's get but, some uh, weed. You know, it <laughs> yeah. didn't make me queer. And some coke. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't <laughs> buy that 100%. Um, please erase that from the, ta- the tape. I didn't. It, uh, let's edit that out, will you? <clears throat> wait, 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 wait. We got to go back. We got to go back. What happened? Hold on. It's when the male organ penetrates the woman's vagina. The only place. Wait a minute. I forgot that some part of the tape was edited out. I've never heard it before. <laughs> okay. Oh, you never heard yeah, this. Remember last week yeah, was that's my, right. first, that's my right. first ever exposure to this. Okay, so let's pause here. Let's absorb first. I am first. taking some notes. I am. Oh, I start taking notes. <laughs> okay, if you noticed, he was like, when he said, you know, now you get in the vagina and you're all intense and it's all good and everything's fine, but then you get so intense and insane that you become insane and you turn her over and you get to the part of the body where the poisons are excreted. Yeah, I remember. You and, don't have to repeat it. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. And yeah. he goes, but he seemed to say that it's more intense. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah so, like, but this goes to our exact point that they they believe that if you let people be gay without judging them, well, then everybody would be gay because that's more intense. But I mean, it's more even, fun. It's more in, insane. That's what Robert says. He wasn't even talking about uh, uh, any, any any same sex activity there. He was just talking about exploring. Oh, the, the, there's, I don't know anybody in America back when he was alive that liked the Ennis more than Oral Roberts. Um, I mean, he might as well have been Ennis Roberts. I also, I, I was curious by his use of the, when he's like, let's get some a six pack and let's get some bourbon. 
And then remember the next thing he said? Let's get some call girls in here. Call girls. Yeah. No, no. Every single <laughs> thing he's saying, he's done. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Okay. I mean, he every part of it, he, he didn't knows say, too well. He didn't say uh, ladies of the evening, you know, ladies yeah, of yeah. ill repute, you know. No, he used. Prostitute. He, he didn't he say used any. a word that you would use if you were doing it, if you were partaking yeah, it. Yeah, I just don't feel like a like a pious uh, a preacher would use the term call girls, you know. You know who uses call girls? People who call use call girls. It just I I I have no idea whether he has. I just was struck by his use of the phrase. It's just it's very it's you know, or I mean or watches a lot. I maybe he saw it in movies, that's possible. Yeah. It's, I got news for you. I mean He's dead, bless his heart. <laughs> Let me do the caveat of, of course, I don't know, and I'm speculating. He's done every one of those things, okay? Including when he said, like, I suppose you could do the ear. And I was like, oh, you could? <laughs> and, and I feel like Oral's tried that. I mean, Oral's tried a lot. Of, can we all agree on one thing? Oral's tried a lot of stuff. It's possible that when he was a younger man. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, and a middle-aged man, an older man, he, Oral is imaginative, okay? And so he was going on a tear there about how great gay sex was when he wanted the tape edited. So let's see if we can pick it up somewhere around there again. The only organs that can come together in completeness is the male organ and the, and the vagina of the woman, and they become one. And if you interrupt that in any way, you become adulterous or a fornicator or a homosexual. And you've introduced a foreign subject. You've adulterated. Adulterated? I don't think that's a word. And if in your sexuality, you're outside of marriage with it. And you do anything with marriage outside of the male organ penetrating the vagina. You're outside creation. Don't have to wait to get married. I think it was to have intercourse. I don't remember this part, so I feel like it was You know you, you, you don't have to have sex relations only with your wife or your husband. You can go outside and you get it all. Young man, what's wrong with you handling it, fondling it? Oh, sure, you're married to this girl, you're married to this man, but uh, come on, uh, let's have a good time. Hey, do you, have you clipped that out? Uh, somebody come go on get now? a six pack. That's a good one. Bring in some bourbon. Uh, pick up the phone and send a, in a couple of call girls. A couple of call girls? I go to church too, but I, you know, it didn't make me queer. Well, I wouldn't buy that 100%. Um, please erase that from the table. Wait, what, the table. Yeah, he did it. He said it. That's amazing. He said, I go to church, but that doesn't make me queer. I mean, not, not 100%. Oh, wait, erase that from the tape. Wow. And then there's the I go anus. to church? Oh, I see. I go to church, but, but. That doesn't make me queer. That already doesn't make sense. Yeah. And he says, but not 100%, right? But if it was the same line from when he called the had the bourbon and the six pack and the call girls and the heroin. No, no, he's rambling like crazy. Yeah, right. I mean, there we were we were at the breast. Next right. thing you know, we're at the ear. And the next thing you know, we're queer. Right. But wait a minute, we gotta edit that out. Right. <laughs> okay. God damn, man. All of them. Yeah, it's all uh, of them. Yeah, and of course I just did you know, I mean, the the number of people whose lives that made miserable is really, you know. In, in, uh, incalculable, you know, I mean, because obviously there are people in his congregation who are gay, terrified about coming out to anybody else, terrified about coming out to their families, terrified about coming out to their friends or their pastor, and then this clown gets up here and talks about it like this. I mean, it's just, it's just hideous. It's inhuman. It's awful. Yeah, I had forgotten the edited out part. Yeah, I, I, it was, that was quite something. Yeah. Wow. And then... There is the Ennis. <laughs> so what I have on this uh, soundboard is, uh, come on, girl, get it, go get a six pack. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like, I like. I got on. a bunch of, I got a bunch of. I, I remember the six pack. Come, come on, on, man. <laughs> I, so yeah, in a, in, yeah. a, in a post game suit. Come on. 
I'll find the ones in the soundboard and play them for you yeah. guys. Come on, girl. That <laughs> <laughs> could be the ear. <laughs> I was raised on a farm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know that I can name a thing Oral Roberts hasn't tried. Couple, three. Yeah, let's go get a couple of three Ennises. <laughs> See how that turns out. <laughs> okay, uh, edit that out from the tape. <laughs> okay, uh, all right, fine. I know it's a little bit of a bummer to go back to this, but oh yeah, we're one hour done. Okay, uh, we're going to do Smollett. Sorry for the teases for the podcast, guys, but uh, tyt.com slash join. You look, you can do a free week uh, and try it out. TYT.com slash trial to become a member. Get all of Old School and all of our shows. Thanks for listening to this free clip of Old School. To get the full episodes and more exclusive content, become a TYT member today. You'll love it. Join now at TYT.com slash join.